Winter has arrived, but the one thing that is heating up is the Champions League. With four match days already played, there is just two remaining for teams to see if they can make the cut into the next round, the knockout stages. Today, we are going to be discussing who will make it through, who has their backs up against the wall, and also who could make an entry into the Europa League. Roll that intro. Hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. If you're here for the first time, please do us a very quick favour. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. It helps us out more than you can know. And of course, is absolutely free. As I've already said, today we're going to jump into it with the Champions League predictions, previews, and basically look at every single group as it stands. So let's kick things off with the first four groups. Here they are. Um, and just quickly, in terms of the keys, for those wondering, Q obviously means qualified. X basically just means you're guaranteed European football either way, whether that's Champions League or Europa. And Y it means you cannot make it through, but could still potentially get into Europa League. So let's kick things off in order. Group A, Bayern Munich top, which might come as a surprise to absolutely no one, but Manchester United are in the relegation zone. Bottom of the group, in a group of Galatasaray and Copenhagen. I don't think any of us predicted this. Jamie, let, let's start with you. The Man United, are they going to go out here? Pretty much, yes. I, they, they If Galatasaray or Copenhagen win, again, when they play each other, and United lose to Bayern Munich, they're out. It's as simple as that. They cannot lose to Bayern Munich. Um, I think they are at home. Um, so that gives them some plus. But you still probably expect Bayern Munich to beat them. And yeah, unless it's a draw between Copenhagen and Galatasaray, they're actually out. And that's remarkable when you see the group. We said this could be a bit tricky for United. But we still expected them to get through. We thought, you know what, it's tough going away to Galatasaray, which they've got to do, by the way. Um, and Copenhagen have shown that they can be a, they can compete, they can pit, compete in the group stage level at least, and they've got a very good chance of getting through. And I think the way that the matches go is it's United Galatasaray um, next in the group stage. So United just have to win. There's no... If they draw, I think they're out anyway. They're out. So, well, that's just because they were, I don't think they'll beat Bayern. But that's that's a big blow for sort of the English coefficient of them going out in the group stage. And they could even finish bottom. Yeah, I, th I think to your point as well, Galatasaray away is obviously the next fixture. And... I watched the majority of the game, Galatasaray against Bayern. And Galatasaray had, I think, more shots, a higher XG. So they outplayed Bayern, you could argue. So United, you know, a team we've seen lost to Copenhagen away. I think there is a massive, massive chance that United do not win here. And I think they're heading out, which is an absolute embarrassment, I think. I know, look, Bayern, Bayern's a tough one. You know, if United had come second, no one would have batted an eyelid. But... 
to come bottom potentially this group is is I I think absolutely embarrassing. Um, so yeah, this is a really really interesting group now. Depending on how the results go, assuming Bayern get the win, it's then a sort of three way you know shootout. But if United lose, it's it's, it's over. So yeah, really really interesting this week to to see what happens there. Reese, what's your thoughts on on I guess United, Bayern, and, and Group A? Yeah, it's not looking good for United, but I think judging by their recent performances, I think they still might nick this. Um, I think they'll beat Galatasaray. I mean, Galatasaray, I think, have played 21 teams from England and won three. Um, last one being against Man United, um, particularly in, you know, so I don't really see see massive amounts changing in that side, side of things. Um I think they'll beat them again, like a one nil, something like that. Bayern Munich should beat Copenhagen. That should give Man United a lot of belief to go and turn Bayern Munich over. Bayern Munich are qualified, you know, they can't go any lower. So, and I don't think Bayern Munich are a great side. So, I think I think they can win both games actually. Wow, that's uh, extremely optimistic, in my opinion. I I, com- I I completely disagree about Bayern on a good side. I think they're probably third best in the world really i don't especially in the, who's left in here i think they probably are um but bayern i think united can have some sort of hope that bayern are already qualified so they don't really care they're not going to put out a f- full strength team that could be a bit of a blessing for united in this uh, but and they're not top i don't think they're top of the bundesliga so they need to keep players fit for the league. I, I personally don't think Tuchel will do that. I think he'll want to knock them out. But fair point. We'll, we'll see. Um, moving on to Group B. Um, group B in the Europa League. Um, oh, no, wait. It is a Champions League group. Arsenal, PSV, Lons and Sevilla. As, you know, as, as the jokes go, everyone did dub this uh, what looks like a Europa League group. Arsenal, as you'd expect, no surprises here, are sitting in first position. Now, I guess let's start with Sevilla, actually, because we all know we all know their game. We, we know we know they're going to have a late rally and finish third to go into their their world famous Europa group. How do you guys rate this group so far? Any key takeaways, or is it just as expected? Pretty much as expected. Um, I, I still maintain it's a difficult group, like in terms of away away games. But realistically, you know, if Arsenal get the job done against Lons uh, tomorrow or Tuesday, whenever this goes out, um, then it's game over. And, you know, they don't have to worry about PSV away, which is the biggest worry, despite my criticisms of, of the manager at PSV. Um, I do think that that should be over and done with. I think it's a matter of now, yeah, whether Seville can nick it late or who can, you know, who who performs the least bad out of these three? Because they've all won one, won one, won nothing, drawn two, drawn two, drawn two. Like, it's not great, is it? (laughs) It's not a great look. Yeah, I think I'd be surprised if Arsenal somehow messed this up. Lon's at home the next game. That would then mean you're qualified. And I think comfortably you'll win this group. But You've got to beat Lons. Got to beat Lons. Yeah. You can't go away to PSV with with where they are at the moment. You can't go away to PSV like that at this moment in time. Especially Arsenal can't. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it would make it interesting. It's very unlikely, but imagine. Lonzo on eight, Arsenal on nine, PSV maybe on, on eight, potentially. Um, but yeah, no surprises, no surprises in that in that group. Jamie, anything to add or or it's all been said already? Um, it's pretty much all been said. I think Sevilla are the ones for just the biggest disappointment, really. Because when I watched them against us in the Super Cup, I know we weren't great, but they look like they should be able to actually get out of this group or at least, you know, get their customary third place so they can go and win the trophy that they like. But yeah, um, otherwise Arsenal comfortably, they should be winning this group. They should be topping it. Um, I know Reese says it's a tough group. I disagree. I think this is... you. If you give me this group every single season, I expect you to top it. There's never never really any doubt on that. Yeah, I think it's a nice group. You know, none of the teams are awful, but none of the teams are, you know, really going to strike fear in you, I think. But yeah, Arsenal should be comfortable in that one. Let's move on to Group C. Now, I, I personally really like the look of this group when, um, when the draw was made. Obviously, Real Madrid, then you've got the Serie A champions, Napoli... Braga, I do rate. They've not been as good this season. Um, and then Union Berlin, who not sure what's happened to them this season. They, they, they've just apparently lost all sense of ability that they had last season. Um, they've been they've been terrible. So I think that's a bit of a surprise this season. But did we expect anything else than, than Real Madrid and, and Napoli to go through in here? No. Now, Real Madrid should win all their games there. Napoli are a bang average side. I'm sorry, but they are. They're, they're, they're terrible. They're, they won Serie A because the rest of the teams just weren't that good. And then Braga have never won the Portuguese league, so you expect them to be there. And Union Berlin, it's just a step too far for them. Yeah. I don't think Union Berlin have really put themselves to shame, though. If you're looking at a mi- minus three goal difference, they're not getting battered. And in a fairly hard group. Um, so to be honest, I know it's not been great for them and they can't now qualify to the knockout stages, but you just have to take it and sort of go, they've had a good journey. They've got to go to Real Madrid away, Napoli away, sort of like nice places to go. It's kind of what kind of what we said, like with the Newcastle aspect of it's the first time they're in it for eight years. It's nice to go to these big, teams and away days so I think the fans will have enjoyed it but sadly yeah as Reece said it's a step too far for him. Real Madrid have looked fairly comfortable in it and they are Mr Champions League <laughs> so it's no surprise they're four for four Yeah I think as well one point to bring up is is Union Berlin I kind of get your point like they did I mean they got a draw away to Napoli they, it took a 94th minute goal at the Bernabeu, I think it was, to, to, to you know, lose. So I think although they've had a terrible season, I think, I guess your point is valid. For me, I think the disappointment is Braga because Napoli, to, to your point, Maurice, they haven't been the Napoli of last season. <laughs> and they have in the league and in the Champions League looked pretty vulnerable. And Braga haven't really capitalised. So I think they will, obviously, they, they, they might end up in Europa anyway, but I think they'll be thinking bit of an opportunity missed because Napoli haven't been the team that everyone thought they were this season. Um, so I think they'll, yeah, they'll be really kicking themselves, Braga. Now let's move on to group D. 
this is again. I mean, we've got to start with Benfica. What on earth has happened to Benfica here? Like, this is ridiculous. How have they lost four out of four games in this group? It's just, I, I don't even have the words. One one goal scored as well. Unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's a sort of, it's a sorry state. When you see this, Benfica are probably thinking, yeah, we've got a chance of getting through. I think all four teams thought, you know, we've got a chance of getting through. Obviously, the top two teams are qualified already, but... Benfica's just, I know I said Sevilla might be the disappointment, but I think Benfica actually are with one goal scored, lost all four in a group that's shouldn't get, they shouldn't get blown away like they have been. Um, but moving on to sort of the others, sort of Real Sociedad done pretty well here and Inter Milan just getting the job done. Um, I don't think there's much to say. I don't think, Either of the, I don't think any of these teams have been, you know, brilliant as such, but they've done quite. Like I think the top two teams have done well to just get the job done, sort of as quickly as possible. Now it's just fighting for top spot, which could be quite interesting for the next round of the draw. Yeah, I I, I disagree slightly. I, I think Sociedad have been pretty impressive, to be honest. I think yeah, Benfica, as we said, absolute state. You know, they they they. Not comfortably, but they're a team who've been here. They've done it before. You know, they got to that round of 16, etc. So, real disappointment. But Sociedad, I think, have looked pretty sharp. And Salzburg aren't a bad side either. So, for Sociedad, Milan maybe would have expected it. But to be qualified after four games in a tough group, you know, of teams that are fairly level, you know, level playing field, I think it's really impressive, particularly from Sociedad. Reese, I know you. Uh, I think you were back in Sociedad in our first Champions League podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I put them in to be a bit of a dark horse, not to win the tournament, but to to really put the cat amongst the pigeons. Top, maybe not, but they've looked comfortable. They've looked solid. They've not looked under pressure. They blew Benfica away not long ago. Um, yeah, I think I think the group's done and dusted there. I think both teams will take it and run. And I think Salzburg will be hoping to just get one more point or at least another win over the line to avoid falling at the last hurdle. Because they'd fancy themselves in the Europa League. It's a good point, actually. And, and well, I guess Benfica can still actually make it despite their absolutely terrible start. And suddenly you put Benfica in the Europa League and maybe you'd, you'd fancy them a bit more. But Salzburg will be hoping, hoping to hang on to that. And, and again, for them... They're not the best, but you never know. They could they could do a run in Europa. Let's move on to the second half of the group tables. Group E. We got some colours added now. Here we go. Um, so Atletico Madrid. I mean, this is this is not a foregone conclusion by any means. I'll tell you what, actually, let, let, let's start at the bottom. Rangers last season, absolutely battered, I think almost to a, a record low. Celtic have not put up a fight. Is it time to uh, just not, Scotland, just not bother with the Champions League? <laughs> a bit harsh. A bit harsh, but... They've got a horrible group there for Celtic. I expected better, but 
by and order have got an unbelievable coach, an unbelievable team. You know, Lazio have been all over the place in Syria. How they're even there in second is baffling to me. Um, Feyenoord should be there if you know, but they can't seem to draw a game. And Atletico Madrid have sorted it, but Celtic have been yeah, not good. I don't think they've been putting up the fight that you'd want. I think Celtic fans would have probably been ex- hoping for sort of Europa places, but not even getting that. Like they physically can't get anything. Well, well, they need to win both games, and that's just not going to happen, is it? They're sort of going out in a sorry state, and I don't think even the performances have been great. Like it's not like oh we've lost, but we've at least played well. I think they've just been out shone by the other three teams. Unlucky against Lazio, you know, last minute equaliser, um, but. With Brendan Rodgers at the helm, I know they haven't really invested much in terms of their squad, but they've got some players there. I would have thought they'd be on at least four points by now or, or three, you know, but yeah, just didn't have it to get it over the line. Yeah, I think this one's this one's interesting now because the next game is final at home to to Madrid. And that's a game that I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be overwhelmingly surprised if final found a way to get a win there. So this group is really all to play for. And again, all three of those sides, you'd fancy to, to give it a go in Europa. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I, I think Feyenoord are going to make it through um, ahead of probably Lazio. I think Feyenoord have been really, really impressive this year. Comfortably, you know, at the top of the table. Lazio, as you said, have, have not been their best at all. So I reckon Feyenoord can do it despite the third position at the minute. I'd be surprised, to be honest. The only issue they've got is they've played Lazio both games. You know, that that's the only... They haven't got a chance to do it themselves, but you'd hope that... You'd think that Lazio might slip up somewhere, right? Yeah. Let's move on to the group of death. Group F. Now, we did the podcast. We said this was a sort of... I think when we did the first one, we were saying about Newcastle... This would be their sort of dream group, but sort of a group of death at the same time. <laughs> so they've had some lovely away days. I think one more still to go. But the, the, the reality is you can flip it either way. They're bottom of the group. So I guess two things. Are they at their depth? And can they turn it around and still qualify? Yeah, they still can. I think. I think... I think the problem with this group, it might be the group of death, but you don't even, you just don't know what team's actually going to turn up. Newcastle, you know, they put in a great performance at the weekend, but then lost the game before away to Bournemouth. You know, didn't play well against Dortmund, but blew Paris Saint-Germain away. They can do it. They just have to, the right team has to turn up. And that's the same for the other three as well, because the other three teams are just, they're not good. But to, well, you say they're not good though, but, Milan Milan at home to Newcastle absolutely obliterated them. They deserved the win. Newcastle obviously got the huge win against PSG. That was brilliant. You know, memories will, you know, live a lifetime for Newcastle fans. But they've now got to go away to PSG, which on paper is the hardest game in the group. They've been outplayed away from home to Milan. They've lost at home to Dortmund. So 
I don't think it's looking great for them. The big problem is, I think they're treating it. It was what I said about when they made the cup final last season. They're treating it as a day out. And that's natural because when it's your first time back for a long time, you, you get excited. Next, If they're in it next season, you'll find the mentality will be different. But I think they need to focus on the business end and think think this as a game, not not as a jolly up, you know, to be, I can't believe we're here. It's so amazing. You know, have a, I'd say a bit more ambition would be quite nice. I mean, that Dortmund team should not be top. They're a poor side. Not rating the German teams this year, Reese. <laughs> they're awful. It's the most overrated league I've ever seen. And they're, they're poor. Come on, they shouldn't be there, should they? Yeah, they got fun. I think this is just such a it's such a varied like the group of it is the group of death. It's a varied league where like honestly, it's sort of like it's what we actually like people say about the Premier League, anyone can beat anyone. And it's literally been shown in this league. And Newcastle's chances, to be honest, it's it's like just under sort of like it's like a fifty fifty flip. But because they're just low on points, it's probably like something like, you know, 45-55. Not in their favour. But I think if they don't lose against PSG tomorrow, is it tomorrow or is it Wednesday? Uh, tomorrow. I think that's a great point to have that final chance because they'll be at home to Milan. I know Milan did outplay them. But I, there's sort of no excuse or no reason why... Newcastle can't be completely up for that game for the last one to actually qualify. And it could be sort of a dream scenario for them. So I think tomorrow's important just not to lose. You don't always want to say that. I know they're bottom of the league, but just due to how close the points are, not losing, I think they'll have a real chance. But if they lose tomorrow, obviously, it's done. Yeah, I think I think they'll take inspiration from the fact that they've lost the same amount of games as PSG. PSG is second. Yeah, so it is all to play for. I think Milan, personally, the fact they've got two draws suggests that they're a bit more conservative in their approach. So if they're not gonna, if they they'll probably go away. You know, they go away to Paris and play for the draw. So you got you'll probably rely on Milan to probably get another point. So you want to go for the win. You know, they're there for the taking, so to speak, and they'll be there for the taking at St James's Park. So obviously, with the Newcastle, have had a few injuries. That's probably not helped with it but I think I don't think they're completely out of the depth I think that's too far because they've come up against quite a good like a, a difficult group like I think they would be going through if they had Arsenal's group or if they had City's group so I think it's difficult to sort of completely criticise Newcastle and I still think they've got a fighting chance like I say they just can't lose tomorrow yeah, I think the the one, I mean, it's not that positive, but the one positive is they obviously still have a chance of making it to Europa. So if they did lose tomorrow, they've obviously got a hope. It's not ideal for them because Milan are at home to Dortmund. But if Milan, let, let's say Newcastle lose, let's assume the worst case. If Milan don't win, then as you said, that, that Newcastle at home to Milan, 100%, you'd fancy Newcastle then regardless. Like they, we, we, we both learned it the hard way this season. Well, all three of us have learned it the hard way this season that at home, Newcastle can literally beat any team. So you'd fancy them, you know, you'd absolutely fancy them in that game to, to make it to. I was in a Mickey Mouse Cup, so we're not counting that. 
Yeah, all right. When you when you win it, it's different. That's yeah, a Mickey Mouse. Qualify um, you probably win your home games. Simple as that. Yeah, 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 agreed. Um, let's move on to Group G. Uh, again, probably Swift on this one. No real surprise. City top, Leipzig there or thereabouts. And young boys in Belgrade, you know, yeah, did we finals. really expect anything no. more? No, no, City's winning that. I mean, other than Leipzig away, they should be dominating that table. Leipzig, again, you don't know what team are going to turn up. This is the team that beats, you know, Munich in the the uh, Pokal, whatever it is, and then go and lose to the bottom club the next week. You don't know what club team's turning up there, but they should be finishing second comfortably. Yeah, I City and Leipzig are through. It's it's a it's actually like I know people I think people will jump on this, but it is the most boring group. Um I don't think Red Star and Young Boys have done much disservice to them. They've actually tried to compete during the games that I've seen against City and I watched one one against Leipzig. They've not done themselves disservice, but they are just the quality level between City and Leipzig versus them two is just apparent. Yeah. And that's why the group stage is like this. Yeah. City have got Leipzig at home. They need to go. I think I'd quite like us to go and beat them, confirm top of the group, and then go and beat Red Star away. Because I think it would be City would be then the first Premier League team or English team to finish full points in the group stage. I don't think any English team's done that before. So that would be quite a nice thing to have when we've got a, quite a nice chance of doing it in these two games left. Yeah. Even with Pep Roulette. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, and last but not least, Group H. Barcelona, Porto, Shakhtar and Antwerp. Still all to play for, actually. By no means is this uh, done and dusted. What do we make of these teams so far this season? As expected, any surprises or underwhelmed? As expected, again, I think this is a group where the teams just aren't that great. Um, and I say that about Barcelona, then they, they were appalling in Europe last year. I thought Shakhtar would have probably nicked second, but I think the issue with them is they're playing in Hamburg Stadium, so there's a home away from home for them. So if anything, they're playing like, what, six away games? They put up a good fight, you know. They're they're on six points. Antwerp, I'm not I'm not shocked um, that they're 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 rock bottom. Fortunately for them, but the top two there should be the top two. Well, interestingly, you got Barca versus Porto next, and Shakhtar obviously play Antwerp. So there's a chance for I don't know how does it go on goal difference or does it go to head to head? It should be goal difference, which it's is goal. Not I thought I thought it was head to head. I'm sure it was head to head. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I can't actually remember being totally honest, but there's still a decent chance for Shakhtar to get in this because no matter what the result is, they'll be in a point within at least a point or joint points with one of these two teams. They should be Antwerp. Um, and then into the final game, it's in, it's in their hands. And I don't know. I was just checking who's the final game. Because if, they, if they've got Porto... I think they've got a good chance of getting through. Yeah, they've got Porto in the last game, so that could be really tasty. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think it's a foregone conclusion, this group. 
but you would expect Porto to get through, but considering how badly <laughs> the other two Portuguese teams have done, it might be all through, all three having a terrible time. Yeah, I think just looking at it. Sorry, Reese, what was that? Just to confirm, it should be head to head. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think if you look at head to head, actually, Shakhtar are facing a big battle either way. Because even a win and Porto losing, they lost 3 1 in that first first game. They'd have to go to Porto and win 3 1 or better. So I think they probably are. Well, no, no, no. They just have to win. If they win both the games, they're through. Because Barca will probably beat Porto. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Yeah, completely misread that there. Yeah, you're right. So, again, still unlikely, but they're in the game. They're, they're in it gets the... a bit more confusing if Porto beat Barca. <laughs> then you could have three teams on 12 points, which would wow. be pretty crazy. Damn. I think that would be a record for not getting through with 12 points. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That that wraps us up for all the groups. Do we want to make any any final bold predictions from what we've seen? I, I think, think City are qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I think my my most ambitious one, I'm going to say Feyenoord will get through somehow, some way. And Anyone want to go bigger or better than that? I'll go with United are not going to get Europa. Now, that would be funny. It might be more just pleasure from seeing that than an actual <laughs> prediction, but I'll take it. Reese, Gordon, you've got to say something now. Um, I already said I think United might get it, so I'll give I'll give that ambitious statement there. What? Wait, United or what? Well, he said United will win both games. So, both, oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, that is ambitious. That might be the most ambitious. <laughs> but uh, that wraps us up for another episode. As always, like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill. Oh, 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 oh,